Welcome. It is I. I have returned. <laughs> it's been about like a month and a half, almost two months. It has. I, Jennifer, have been on the airwaves. I got sick, but I got better. So here we are. <laughs> you are listening to KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ Translator, K231CW. 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon. And we are also streaming at KSKQ. Oh, wait, www. In case you don't know how the internet works, KSKQ.org. And you are listening to Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is a super squad of four friends. Jennifer, the scheduler Woodside, and Emily, the four-eyed evader Castillo. Leo. Hello. Hi, back. <laughs> I didn't want you to go unanswered. I'm sure the listeners said it in their hearts. I, I think that I said it out loud. <clears throat> we enjoy telling stories and playing songs based on a weekly theme. Yes, we do. So, oh wow, we got farther into the song because I'm not as... <laughs> Swift with the toggles. Guess who's on the toggles? Emily's on the toggles. Emily's on the toggles. Yeah. So it's just it's going. Emily and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm just gonna let it play. Okay. I really like this song. We always really have. I do too. I'm slightly concerned because I'm not picking up your voice. I don't. Maybe. How about now? I think so. Okay. For reals? Yeah. Okay. And I see it on the levels here, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm making little okay. light things yes. light up with <laughs> yeah. my voice. It's exciting. It is. Okay. I'm excited to yeah. see your voice <laughs> on the levels. So, it's Emily and I in the studio today. We are Bobby and adara Yes. Due to <clears throat> events beyond our control. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so you're stuck with us. Yeah, you are. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think so. Let's talk about everyone else and then uh, tell them we didn't. Okay. See who actually <laughs> s- listened in like Ooh. they said they would. <laughs> test later. It's the true friendship test. <laughs> Did you listen to the show while we were? You know what? Honestly, I don't always. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Some of my favorite K-dramas like drop on <laughs> Monday nights. This is what I'm sacrificing for you, audiences. <laughs> Delayed gratification Aww. of watching Korean television as it mm. as it gets released. Um, but I usually get distracted doing that, and um, then I don't listen because I will have to download it and upload it to SoundCloud anyway. So mm-hmm. the listening will happen just later. Okay, I appreciate that, and I understand. I don't always listen to it because um, usually if I'm home. I have kids with me, and they, Sally, are not as appreciative of the radio show as I am. <laughs> Everyone be quiet. <laughs> These are my friends. They're your friends, too. <laughs> Every once in a while, they'll, like, be fine or distracted. But yeah, we also don't own an actual radio, so it all has to be done through apps. Or our TV has, like, an app on the Roku that I can... Sometimes oh, that get it complicated. on. 
yeah, it is complicated. But um, we know Bobby listens multiple times. Bobby listens a lot. He I does. don't. I don't quite understand it. We'll have to have him break it down. Like I um listened to his his mom's story about the scary horse faced <laughs> woman, and that was. I mean, that's really just so classic. It's gold. That's really. a really good one. I forgot that that happened. <laughs> she I'm... does all the voices. She gets really into it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's... Um, but. Yeah, otherwise, I don't usually listen to things over and over. Yeah. Maybe he was one of those kids that, like, had to watch, like, All Dogs Go to Heaven, like, 57 times in a row. Yeah. Or something to, like, get it out of his system. We'll have to ask. He does like to watch the same things over and over again. Uh, See? So. I have a theory that it's because he's not totally paying attention to it. So (laughs) he's like, I'm going to watch this again and pay attention to the parts. Oh, like I didn't pay attention to. My mom has a really terrible memory and she forgets so many things that she can watch the same movies over and over again and be just as surprised and delighted every single time. My mom has a similar superpower. Which is kind of nice. Like, yeah. You can just keep enjoying the same old thing that's the same new thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have that ability. I remember everything. And so I'm just like, oh, I've already seen this. <laughs> I just take the magic. I right remember a lot. I tend to forget all the things that like might offend someone. So <laughs> when I'm like, this was a great movie. You should watch it. Or I love this thing that I love. And then I'm like, oh. But usually it's like offensive things specific to the person. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why that happens to me. Yeah. I'm usually pretty pretty good about stuff like that but (laughs) oh well (laughs) i think you're better at it than bobby (laughs) yes that's an insider joke i think you know (laughs) what we mean oh all right so our next segment um i don't have the music for the little song uh it's a conversation between you You and you and you and me yeah yeah um so it's a direct message from Dream Infringement. Over the week, we have a conversation on Instagram and our direct message where we just screenshot weird news stuff and strange medical pictures and just yeah. everything weird and random. We're all about it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and also just kind of what's coming up with our lives. Yes, that and I, too. I love it because, like, I'm not making putting all the pressure on one person to pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like someone can be like, I am too tired to deal with this. <laughs> like someone else can step in, which is, it is nice. Versa. It's really nice. Yeah. And I also appreciate the feature. This is not an ad for Instagram, by the way. I just enjoy Any it. Messaging system. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, where you can like heart something. So it's like, if you don't really have anything to say, you can just like acknowledge it by being like, click, click. I, I acknowledge that. I approve of this message. Mm-hmm. Or, and you can like get, leave each other videos. And yeah, I think what's really funny is that you and Bobby have such a separate, distinctly separate voice, but you're literally <laughs> like in the same room from That's each true. other. And you're like, well, Bobby hasn't told me yet. I'm like, why not? He's right there. I find that funny too. <laughs> but it also keeps it refreshing because it's not like, like we did this and we right. think that it's not like a conglomerate. <laughs> it's very individual. So I appreciate yeah, that. I get the you. full experience. Like <laughs> we've, no one's drowned out. We've maintained our individuality. <laughs> we also bad. like will chuckle 
simultaneously like in the quiet of our house <laughs> and we'll both be like <laughs> and it's just you know modern technology keeps it's us all together it does despite what they say okay so um, what was yeah. your take oh, from the, the past few weeks so i'm gonna not do something i told you guys okay the message but you know how much i love when you tell me new stuff i know i'm like emily's biggest fan <laughs> one of the biggest Aww. fans as you know um, so part of my like self-care maintenance thing is that I go and see a movie by myself every now and then. Or like sometimes if I feel like there might be someone who would want to see it with me, I'll be like, hey, who wants to see you guys want to see a movie? Usually it's either you or Tara or both of you. That That's it. That's happened. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yesterday I was like, I think I need to do this for myself. And I went and saw Robin Hood. It was terrible. I'm so out of it. There's a Robin Hood. There is. Is it? And they were like cartoon or real life? No, sadly, um, it was real life. Oh my I goodness. don't know the main character. I there were a lot of not famous people in it, and then some. That well, there was Jamie Fox. He played Little John. Was it a comedy? No. <laughs> Whoa. Um, what an odd role pairing. was like medieval times, but also like someone from 2005 time traveled and just like gave everyone a bunch of clothes because there was a lot of distressed denim and like dyed pleather. It was not good. Um, Jamie Foxx really tried. Like I... Oh. I give him props for is, is doing his best. Is he wearing like one of those skull cap kind of hat things? I can't tell. I think he was, or had short, very short hair, and also like a, like a turban type of thing at times. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. did it follow like the general plot of Robin Hood? Yeah. But at the beginning, there's like a narrator. Who's like, you think you know the story of Robin Hood? <laughs> you don't know the story of Robin Hood. Sure but I do. I do. And the story was exactly <laughs> like those other stories. So um when trying to remake that I movie know, and it just stop. Ugh, yeah. Um he meets Marion, Maid Mary. I don't think they ever call her Maid Marion, so I don't know why. Um Marion. He meets her at the very beginning and then they like immediately fall in love and she moves into his house <laughs> and <laughs> there's a lot of like kissing and then like spinning around and kissing over here and like turning again and kissing over there. It was just like, who Do does they, like, this? like knock things off of tables and yeah, like a couple times. into walls uncomfortably. <laughs> it's really violent like, and really <laughs> not a lot of actual kissing, just a lot of like spinning around <laughs> and then a kiss. All this. You're too motion sick. You won't yeah. really notice that they hate each other and they're not actually <laughs> touching. Um, and then at the end, they set it up for a sequel. So I hopes indeed. Very much so. <laughs> so that was my thing. <laughs> Let's see. I had I think I had a, a few things. So we had a really a conversation that I really enjoyed about how time traveling really explains everyone weird oh. that we know. Yes. Uh, we're like, oh, they're a stranded time traveler. They're just, you know, from that, that explains it. They don't really know They're not this. complying to social norms. Yeah. They're because from a different time. In the future, you know, that's <laughs> how it works. And 
yeah, I think I'll just explain everything like that to myself in my head. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they don't need to make sense. They're from the future. Future people are different. Um, let's see. I got really addicted to Brad Mondo on YouTube. He is a hairdresser who watches videos of people destroying their hair. And then, like, he makes commentary, so you learn. And he's actually pretty nice. Like, he does make fun of, like, the goofy things they do. Mm-hmm. But he's always like, well, it's a look. It's a look. <laughs> we could kind of, But um, they had this, like, medical oddity that was, like, so crazy. I don't <laughs> You want to hear about it, I course. do. Like, who knew that this could happen? Okay, so it was this hair fail, and it was this um, African-American lady, and she had had a weave. And you know how they when they do that like super super tight like braid that goes like all around the head Mm -hmm. and then they like sew the weave into it and so the person who did her hair like made the braid tight like really really tight and so she was like bleeding and scabbing from this tight braid and so eventually she takes the weave off and her hair is growing out weird so she shaves her head just to start over and she has her like scalp is deformed like oh. it's all kind of puckered and then there's like this a weird sort of dark hole scar looking oh, thing no. and what had happened was the hairdresser had braided it so tight that all the pores merged into one pore so it was this, this giant pore with like hundreds of follicles hair follicles growing out of it and in it and it was it was insane i didn't know that you could merge pores to be like I a super either. pore. But when you look at it, that is oh. absolutely what happened. And That's like so sad. The woman herself, she was really cool. So like she was very calm about it and she was like, uh, well, I'm still pretty. And she was very attractive, which was helpful. <laughs> then her head was funky and hopefully like her natural hair will like regrow and work itself out. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if she could get that like surgically removed or something, but yeah, it was super interesting to, to see that that could happen. Yeah. And, oh, like, who man. could braid hair that tight that it would Oof. do that? Those are some strong fingers. Yeah. Ow. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, his videos are actually usually pretty funny. And <laughs> girls are always like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going <laughs> to dye my hair. And they just, like, plop whatever bleach, horrible <laughs> chemicals on their head. And they're, like, so joyous and happy. And then, like, the next scene is them crying. I ruined my hair. <laughs> like, like <laughs> past them and future them. Like, they didn't <laughs> don't match up at all. So. Mm. I, I enjoyed the video you sent. <laughs> it, it really drew me in. <laughs> calming and it's not yeah no i i liked that he was yeah he was like teasy and kind of like oh no but also like well like the one you showed uh, us was like like she looks really good as a blonde (laughs) like sure her hair is maybe not gonna stay in there but (laughs) falling out (laughs) it looks great (laughs) the color oh it's not that bad oh it's not that bad it's a look it's a look (laughs) yeah he's usually pretty kind about it so (laughs) as they're crying but yeah so it was just kind of relaxing way to to kill time and then I got really sucked into it and then I was killing too much time and so like yeah we have to to have strike a balance between me and his YouTube videos (laughs) all right so that was that was our uh, Instagram messages yeah so um we can we can play we could say our theme and play a song oh, i yeah. just threw something in there it doesn't <laughs> i couldn't find something that totally went with the theme 
I couldn't think of anything myself. Um, and I'm sure that there is something. It feels like a very, yeah. like something a song has to have been written about. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't think of it on a Monday. Yeah. No, I couldn't either. Oh, my. Um, oh, oh yeah. If you want theme. to. You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just in case you've forgotten or you're just tuning in, you're listening to Dream Infringement on KSKQ 89.5 FM in Ashland, Oregon and 94.1 FM in Medford, Oregon. This week's theme is all about common experiences that we've just simply never had. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of those things that, <laughs> that happen where everyone's like, what, what do you mean you've never done this? And you're like, mm, this didn't yeah. happen. I keep wanting to call it never have I ever, but that's a drinking game that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. I don't and either. Never Like, none of us have are like drinking game people so but <laughs> yeah, whatever we, yeah we don't really do that but yeah kind of so it is like never have i ever we're going to tell you some things that we just haven't done mm-hmm. and some by design some by accident yeah and uh yeah so we're going to play a song though for you yeah it's um i just had it oh it's called none of the above by the weaker bends long time but it was, felt really good it was a little bit of like a song hug <laughs> Aw, yeah the weaker thens i was i was listening to a lot of um heavyweight because you oh yeah it's suggested, a podcast yeah. i'm kind of all about it at the moment and yeah i've i've really also gotten into it since jennifer has suggested it to me and their theme song is by the weaker thens mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah they're good the podcast itself is about like weird moments in people's lives where like they felt like it made usually like a negative difference. And so like they kind of go back in history and like confront people or talk about like, why did this happen? I don't understand. And Yeah. And the um, host kind of like has little bits very, and tangents that are so funny. Self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah. In a a way that's totally acceptable yes yeah it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> oh, which is the key to, to self-deprecation yeah yeah you gotta do it right it's tricky there's a line yep so here's here's some of that <laughs> because i have never done a pull-up hmm. ever i don't know if i have <laughs> i was on the playground a lot like i was all about the, the jungle gym bars but i don't mm-hmm. know if pull-ups happened yeah I never have. Um, And I know this because in my school, we did a thing called the Presidential Physical Fitness Test. And it was terrible. There were five ways in which a child could be physically humiliated in front of their peers. Uh, I remember these, yes. (laughs) There's the timed mile, curl-ups, the shuttle run, the V-sit or sit and reach. Mm -hmm. And the one that caused my own personal humiliation, the (laughs) pull-up. The point of all of this was to encourage children to move their bodies in a competitive way. And if they made it to the top percentile of kids that could actually do all of these things well, they got like a patch and a letter from the president. I wouldn't know about that. (laughs) Yes. I don't remember what the prize was either. And why should I? Because I've never been society's idea of physically fit, especially when being held to the standards of the president. (laughs) 
Um, so I could push through the pain of the sit and reach, and I usually had a friend with me in the back of the group that was running the timed mile. No one in my school was particularly good at curl-ups, and the shuttle run, which involved picking up old erasers and moving them from one side of the gym to the other, was something that I always found weird and kind of comical. It's like, <laughs> we're using this thing for a different thing. <laughs> I was really grasping for, <laughs> for something. <laughs> a lot of sports are kind of weird and comical. Mm -hmm. We're getting this ball from one end <laughs> to the other. Yeah. Um, but what brought the most anxiety and caused me to be the most self-conscious in front of my peers and teachers was the pull-up portion. Boys and girls would line up in front of a suspended pole to either do as many pull-ups as they could or hang with their chin above the bar for as long as they could. I could never do either of these and was rendered very embarrassed when the teacher would call my name, have me stand on the stool, and pity me as I struggled to pull myself up. Then they would say, we'll try hanging. I knew that I couldn't do that either, but I would still try. And one time the teacher pushed the stool out from under me as if that would help. And I tripped and stumbled on the gym floor. Embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> I recently told my mom how I've always used exercise as a punishment. And now that I'm looking back on my history with exercise, it makes sense. It was a punishment for kids who weren't traditionally athletically inclined. It held them to a standard that was very difficult to reach. It also made me very wary of politicians at a young <laughs> age, which may not totally be a bad thing. But still, I was like, this is what the president wants from me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why does he care? Why is he so involved right. all of a sudden? Um, it didn't teach me about my strengths, but magnified my weaknesses. And it wasn't until middle school when I realized that my superpower was in weightlifting class. I may not have a strong upper body, but my lower body is chock full of muscle. And even though I haven't been to the gym in years, I have confidence that I can do an impressive amount of calf raises and leg presses. So I had a, a story to... <laughs> piggyback onto your yes. story about the, the presidential test, which is they did like a flexibility test. I don't know if you were yeah. around that. So fun fact is, you know how they check you for scoliosis in school all the mm -hmm. time? I had scoliosis. What? Hey, no one ever noticed. <laughs> and so like kids would be like getting, it was, it was like you kind of like tried to touch your toes over a ruler. Yeah. And like some kids were getting into the 20s and the 30s and like I couldn't make it to one. And the teacher would be like, come on, come on. And we'd all, he'd be like like a, a coach in a wrestling match, you know, like hitting the mat. Like, <laughs> we can make it to one. We can make it to one. And, uh, oh, that was, and I never, it made me feel like very ostracized, but I didn't yeah. know what was wrong with me. Like, why, why have I never been able to touch my toes? And that's why these things are so <laughs> crazy. I And I'm pretty sure they don't do them anymore. Like, I think there is a presidential fitness something. I don't think it's like a test. They measure you by your own like mm. uh, progress. It's yourself. <laughs> I think people can do that on their own or maybe like some private schools are using it. Maybe some public schools. I don't know. But it just, it seems so antiquated. <laughs> it just seems like, no, none of this is good. I would like to hear from somebody who was like that experience changed my life for the better <laughs> i love sit and reach <laughs> so anyway the song i chose is hips don't lie by shakira ladies up in here tonight no fighting we got the refugees no fighting no fighting 
So my story, this is Jennifer again, uh, also has to do starts off in school days. Um, so I've never had the experience of getting lice. They did lice checks in school, and I think I was probably about eight or nine when the concept of lice really registered with me. <laughs> and just learning about it, like I was very traumatized as a child about just about it. Like firstly, that there's hundreds or thousands of tiny little slightly invisible insect things laying eggs on your head. That's terrifying. But also like the adults scared me because when they tried to explain the cleanup process, like, oh, we had to wash all the bedding <sighs> and the clothes, <sighs> freeze toys you couldn't wash, had to like scrub the furniture. Moms would tell these tales of like spending hours with a fine tooth comb, debating whether to like cut their daughter's long thick hair while the child like screamed in agony and they put caustic chemicals on their head. Mm. And like this loomed so big in my mind, you know, and again, the foe was slightly invisible. It could be anywhere. How did you know you got rid of it? It just like made me feel very claustrophobic and I could not deal with it. <laughs> so I was like this one person crusade against cross scalp contamination. <laughs> I remember once a family friend's teenage son was like trying to try on my hat to be funny and like I lost my sanity and he was baffled. Like I just was enraged and, he, and i was like give it back don't touch it don't try it on he's like what's going on and i'm like what if you have lies <laughs> i think that probably hurt his feelings you know because he's like a teenage guy who wants to he wants a little kid being like you have lies that's <laughs> not nice um and we had like a few really close calls where kids came over and spent the night and later we got the call like, oh, oh hey, no. my kid came down with lies. They probably had it while they were there. Mm. Um, but only my mom knows the extent of my psychosis, <laughs> which involves a lot of lice checks. <laughs> I tend to have an itchy scalp. I get dandruff. And so every time it was itchy, I would be panicky, like, check me for lice, check me for lice. Um, even as an adult who moved out. I would come home and <laughs> check me, check me. I would still do it now if I had any any reason to suspect that that might have happened because uh, <laughs> I'm still terrified. Did they do lice checks mm. in front of everyone at school? No, they would take the, the child out oh, of the room okay. and do their thing. And then I think the child would or would not come back. <laughs> oh, terrifying, terrifying mm -hmm. times. So, yeah, that was something I have never experienced. A lot of people have and lived to tell the tale with all their hair intact. I have also never had lice. Really? Do we drink now? <laughs> yeah, never have I ever. <laughs> for you. Thanks. You're welcome. So the song that I picked doesn't really have anything to do with this. I just really wanted to hear it. Um, it's by Tevin Campbell. It's called Round and Round.
last round and round in there. I appreciate it. It was a good one. <laughs> so, hmm. what are we doing now? Under we should, card. yeah, 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 yeah. And I am out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long one. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> well, my oh yes, it's me now. It is you. <laughs> it's more. More talking. Never have I ever. Never have I ever. I've been to the emergency room with other people. My dad. Maybe it was just my dad and my mom. I'm trying to think if I've... I think that was the only time. But I've never been to the emergency room for myself. I haven't either. Yeah. I haven't, like, broken any bones or had any, uh, like, really unplanned stitches. Yeah. I I have... I did break my wrist, um, but I they didn't take me to the emergency room. Like, huh. <laughs> They're like, Urgent wait till care. tomorrow when your doctor is in the office. <laughs> oh no! Um, but they didn't know it was broken. So okay, that's more um, yeah, understandable. It was a funny time though because my mom was very much like, "You're fine." Like I've never been one to be like, "Oh." the splinter like I don't overreact so I don't know why she was treating me like <laughs> like I was like oh Emily she's always doing this she's always falling and saying her arm's broken um <laughs> so I don't really know what was happening maybe she didn't want it to be broken maybe she was just like if I tell her it's not broken it'll just not be broken yeah I can will it to not be so I guess you know what the other thing was though too is I I fell very slowly um on some skis so <laughs> it probably didn't look like anything you had enough velocity to like break something yeah mm. yeah I never it seems like an emergency room is like really horrible to go if you're not like at death's door like they just make yeah. you wait to help all the other people who are sicker than you. Yeah. I saw when I was there with my dad, I think we were there. I was there twice with him. And um, it's like, it's very, it's sad. Like the stuff I saw was sad. Like there was a woman with her child who was just like horribly sick and was like a little girl, like two or three. And they're like in their jammies. And it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just very sad. And then just people who just look so miserable and unhappy and you know i'm not looking at them but i am looking at them like <laughs> what are they in here for oh yeah yeah i wonder that myself um and so the other thing i haven't ever done is flown internationally mm -hmm. i have i took a ferry to canada <laughs> but i've never <laughs> you floated <laughs> i floated internationally <laughs> but i've never flown just mm -hmm. like timing and finances have never yeah. crossed in such a way that that could happen i think the longest flight i've been on was about 11 hours mm. i flew into london and it's really hard to be on a plane for that amount of time like it's grueling yeah they try and like because the time difference is so much they try and like induce fake nighttime like we're going into nighttime mode like you'll trick your body and not have jet lag and it doesn't work like that really yeah. um but it's just so long and like going there was fun no one really talked to me but on the way back 
I was sitting next to this little woman all in black. So she kind of looked like a crow. And she probably was like five foot ten and, you know, like 90 pounds. She was very tiny. And I was like, oh, good. More room for me. But she was just like made out of sharp angles. Ooh. Like she was <clears throat> like elbowing me continually. She was like putting her feet in the magazine holder flap thingy. Oh. And just like her feet, her feet. Oh, weird. Like she was just contorting and moving <laughs> restlessly. And it was very unpleasant. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I would rather have sat next to someone very different. <laughs> you are unpleasant. And then she'd kind of look at me like judgmentally. I don't know for what, but <laughs> odd. Unpleasant. Um, I've had, I usually get like at least one person who's very chatty. And of course Ooh. I get sucked in because I'm an extrovert. <laughs> Same. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> Let's have this conversation. And then I'm like, oh, why, why? Because then, like, if you have to sit next to them for a few more hours and you're sitting yeah. in silence, that has its own awkwardness. Yeah. Versus if you start in silence and right. stay silent the whole time, much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, the song I chose is called Comfortably Tucked Up Inside because that's what I'm doing when I'm not flying internationally. And being in, at the emergency room. Yes. And it's by the Minders. Here we it's go. new one. first time I heard that song I was like oh I like to be comfortably tucked up inside <laughs> I can relate As <laughs> well. yes I like to be inside not outside mm-hmm. an indoorsy kind of person mm. <laughs> which isn't really a popular thing to say for <laughs> for most they're like <laughs> I am outdoorsy and they say it with such pride you got to find your indoorsy people I do we did we did yeah <laughs> And the world got better. <laughs> so I have never been on a cruise. So I know many people who have. Um, I get motion sickness on swings when I drive on ferries. So like I just don't believe that I wouldn't get motion sick on a giant ship. And I find the idea of being at sea absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. I do not want to be in the middle of the ocean. I don't care how big whatever it is is. It just seems like you're courting danger. Mm -hmm. You're like, come on, something terrible to happen in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, we're like with limited resources. Yep. (laughs) I just know Uh, like you have the fear of being on submarines. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I feel that way also about submarines and ships. Like Mm -hmm. I've just it's not for me. Um, And. I mean, like in a water world, Kevin Costner situation, I I could make do. I could tough it out, but I'm not going to pay for the experience. No. Um, and then also it's like a traveling hotel mm-hmm. with thousands of people that you cannot get away from. Mm-hmm. All eating a lot of like really rich food and sort of a gluttonous splendor. It, oh, <laughs> with organized games and... Oh, it just sounds terrible. The only cruise that has ever sounded appealing Mm. to me is like the Alaskan one 
because it's like oh, cold and cold. you see like cool nature. It seems like a lower have, key group of. I have actually looked at Alaskan cruisers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they're not about partying. No one wants to see you in a bikini. Right, yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that one. Okay. That, that is the less revolting of, of them. Um, <laughs> the song that I picked for this is by Bobby Darren, and it is somewhere. Uh, no, it's across the sea. Somewhere across the sea. It's beyond the sea. Beyond. But you're right. All those words mean the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer has one more quick thing to tell you, and then we we need to go. Then we do. Okay, so I have never been to a tanning booth. I don't have much in the way of pigmentation, and so (laughs) I just I just burn and get freckles, and it looks awful. Like there's no tanning that happens, and so I always just kind of went with it. Mm -hmm. Like especially when I was a teenager, I was kind of like startlingly pale, and like it was like a thing. It was my thing. It was like how to stand out. Look. Uh, like this, the rays of sun have never touched you, <laughs> and so that's a look. It is. Like, what's his name? Keep saying Brad. Brad Mondo. It's a look. It's, it's a, a look. look. It worked for me, you know. And <laughs> um, so when people like tan on purpose, I always get really confused because it's really damaging, and it just seems like you're like the Tory Spelling movie. Mother, <laughs> may I sleep with danger? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just asking for it. Oh. Um. I never really understood like the need to want to be tan though like I I had a friend who would try and tan because she thought it made her acne less noticeable Hmm. and like had a roommate that tanned because she felt that it she just hates being cold and gray days so she just wanted like warmth and light yeah otherwise I just don't I did a couple times I was trying to get my base going for when I went to Hawaii it was a different time guys (laughs) <laughs> um how'd it go because emily's also very pale it was fine i actually don't i do burn but i i tan fairly well so i'm not just like i don't know i think i lack like whatever is happening to freckly skin so i'm like uh, white but i i don't know i don't know what's <laughs> going on well i'm gonna yeah introduce so yourself. <laughs> the song that i picked is like a really intense ending song and um, that you might remember from like the 90s, it's a muse with sunburn. And stay tuned for Marco Cook with One World Many Songs, and we hopefully will all be in the studio next week. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and just type in Dream 100. I forgot where I was going with that. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>